Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad. This is episode number 46. I am Eric Smith and I am here as always from my home with Dustin Lopez from his home. Still in quarantine. What's up, Dustin? Bum, bum, bum. Um, not, not too much. I, you messed with me a little bit there at the beginning because I didn't hear the intro music. So I was a little taken off guard that you went right into it, but I'm yeah, totally cool. That's the power of editing afterwards. Right? We are doing things a little differently than usual. That's true. That is very true. I have good news. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. they're, they're, the, there's a company that's going to be getting the um, telegraph mas- machine off of uh, the Titanic. Okay. I don't know. I just, I'm, oh, I've always been fascinated by the Titanic. Have you? What? The Titanic? That's... It's a boat. It's sunk in 1912. Yeah, I'm confused. How is this good news? I just, I just think that that's kind of like they're, they're, they're getting something cool and new. And it's just, there's so many things that you could be unsmiling about right now. And that's just good news. That's like so... a good thing of the day, you know? Cool. I'm supposed to be smiling about the fact that they're getting a telegraph machine off of the Titanic? Yes, man. That's I'm, something that's cool. You know what? You're right. Because you telling me that <laughs> makes me smile because it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've heard of Captain Tom. <clears throat> Is that like Captain, Captain Ron? Captain Tom uh, set out to raise $1,200 for coronavirus, and he ended up raising $40 million. He's a 100-year-old veteran in the UK, and um, they're knighting him today. So uh, also, good news, things to be happy about. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to find a few things every day that I can, um, that can make me smile. It's tough lately, you know? All right. How have you been uh, in the last couple of weeks? Well, uh, we we Anything had a ba- we had a baby. Yeah. So. When did that happen? <laughs> the day it was supposed to. <laughs> it was May fourth, um, um, but uh, it didn't go as planned as you know things usually don't. Right. Tell us a little bit more about that. Thanks, Dustin. I will. So, uh, what we we were scheduled for an eleven thirty C section on May fourth. Um, we go to sleep Sunday night, and she wakes up around one one a.m. She's like, "Hey, I think my water broke." So we we slowly start to get stuff together. I'm like, just call the doctor, see what's up. You know, they're probably going to want us to come in no matter what. Um, she's like, "Can I can I eat something?" Like, well, no, you shouldn't eat something. Her cutoff for eating was like two or three in the morning for the 1130 C-section. I was like, well, if your water broke, you might end up going early. So you definitely shouldn't eat anything right now. Mm -hmm. So what do you think she does? Eats. She goes downstairs and has three crackers. (laughs) Doctor says, come on in. So we drive in, get there like two in the morning. You know, they're asking her questions. Um, did you eat anything? Yeah, I had three crackers. And they're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so the baby could have been out at like, I don't know, like three or four in the morning and just out and done with. But since she ate crackers, they had to wait 
like as long as possible until at, at least nine thirty. To like how go in. These cra- how big are these crackers that you're talking? Doesn't about? matter. It doesn't matter. So if I eat three goldfish crackers, then that's a, yeah. That's- right. Pro tip: Don't eat any food if you're not supposed to. That's, um, that's fair. That's fair. So she had to like she started experiencing like real um, contractions and stuff, which she didn't yeah. have to do the second time around. Um, so that was that was kind of a fun. Told you so. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, they ended up taking us in a little bit early, like a eight thirty ish, because the contractions were getting pretty bad and she was dilated. So they're like, "Well, let's do it." So they did. We had a baby, a giant ten pound baby, for the third time, right? Full head of hair. I mean, the other ones never cracked ten. Oh, this one was legit over ten. This was, he was 10 um, and one ounce. Wow. He didn't look it though. He still didn't look as big as Bo to me. And maybe it's just because his head wasn't quite as big. Yeah. But he was 10 pounds. And how have things been uh, since then? (coughs) Well, remember we talked about getting out of the hospital like 48 hours or whatever. That, That didn't happen. Um, cause he was a little jaundiced, so they wanted to keep him one extra day. So he stayed until Thursday, which okay. was just, God, there's nothing to do. And they had all these new rules. I couldn't even go to the, like the, um, kitchen area mm. had to ask someone to go to the kitchen area. So I couldn't just like constantly get coffee or, or drinks the whole time. Were you allowed out of the building and back in the building? Yeah, they didn't have any restrictions about that. Like, no time restrictions or anything. It's just I was the only person allowed in and out. Interesting. So you could go to Wendy's and have dinner or something like that. Yeah, but the only time I actually was leaving was to come home. Like, I'd come home at night to get the kids to bed, then go back, and then go come back home in the morning to wake the kids up and get a breakfast and stuff. There's a guy behind you shoveling. Is there? Yeah, there is. Sorry. Thanks. And well, the, at least the podcast viewers will be able to see that. Um, yeah, for sure. So you uh, you only went home to go get. So where, who was taking care of the kids when you were in the hospital? Uh, Paula. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't think about that. Damn. But, but we that's... wanted to, to keep our hours normal. Right. So we, we just uh, like it was like ten to six. I think it was. Okay. So then you would go back to the hospital at 10. I would I would leave at like 5.30. I'd come back whenever the kids were to sleep and I took a shower. So probably like 9.30. Uh-huh. Be back at the hospital. Then I'd leave the hospital at 6 in the morning to get home to oh, make sure. Oh, so you were sleeping at the hospital. Yes. Oh, okay. But they had a new a new couch for me, which was nice. Wow. Way bigger than the chair that folds out. Oh, interesting. And I brought my own giant blanket and uh, pillow this time. So it was, it was not what bad. Was the, what was the purpose of that? Like, what? why did you... She just, why, didn't why want would it, you just... she just didn't want to be there alone. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's nice of you. Sure. You're. I mean, you're, you're acting like I had a choice in the matter. Well, I mean, you, you, you could have, you know, made a big stink about it and you didn't, so... I, I don't, who would do that in that situation? Right. Well, I mean, I did, and I won. I slept at home. Well, I guess that just... Never mind. 
I just think so like with so then after after y'all came home, do do the hours go back to they just went back to normal? Yeah. Um we made the mistake of of giving her Friday off. Ooh, um, okay. Thursday night was like one of the worst nights ever of being a parent. Ooh, tell us he, a little bit more I about mean, that. He um he he just was up and crying from nine until quarter to five in the morning. Uh-huh. Nothing. We couldn't get anything to get him to go to sleep. Mm. Tried everything, but it's got it's getting better since then, a lot better. That's awesome. Well, and then also <clears throat> while we were gone, Quinn started a sleep regression. Oh, that's wonderful. So she started, she started waking up at like one or two in the morning and just screaming. Mm-hmm. So the first day I came home, she was, she was in bed with Paula. I was like, oh no. So, and that's continued ever since. And then that was the first night that we had to deal with that also. And then the baby wouldn't go to sleep. Mm. And the sleep regression has gone away or no, still? still, still going on. She's now sleeping in our bed and I'm trying to stop that. Okay. She just goes nuts in her crib. You know, it's it's interesting um, because I hear your stories about your kids in your bed, and we've talked about this before. But um, I, I for the life of me, I don't, I can't even imagine what it would be like because even Mateo, uh, whenever he has a freak out in the middle of the night, I usually just bring him out to the couch. We watch a little bit of a movie, have a little bit of milk, and then you know, I eventually put him back to bed, and he goes back to bed, and. Um, I can't imagine that kid sleeping anywhere else other than in his crib. He has never slept in a, in a bed at all, ever. Like it's either been a pack and play at my in-laws house or in his crib at home. Uh, or like maybe in like the bouncer or a swing when he was like really young, but he's never, he's never slept in a bed. So it's just so foreign to me. I'm interested to know how that future of of my bed will, will fare in that. Well, I mean, uh, obviously, we did something wrong. I don't think that's wrong. I think that's pretty common. I just I'm thinking of the oddball out there. No, it's. Uh, I wish we wouldn't have ever brought him into the bed. Yeah, well, but it but it is common, right? Yeah, that doesn't make it good. Well, I mean, I'm just the oddball out there, so I. I don't think that you did anything. I mean, it is what it is. Eventually, they're going to grow out of it, right? I hope so. Yeah. And, um, you know, now you, I think it's a little more difficult with each subsequent child because the first child did it. Is, Mateo the, still, is he still doing two naps? No, no, no. He hasn't been doing two naps six or how, seven months, I think. How, how long are his naps right now? One to three thirty. Okay. So, but he is a avid sleeper. I mean, if you asked him what his favorite thing to do is, it's probably sleep. Cause he goes to sleep at seven 30 and doesn't wake up until seven 30 or eight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's even as late as nine 30. Mm-hmm. And, and then he wakes up and he has, you know, several hours of back. Now when he's up, he's on the move. Mm-hmm. You cannot get that kid to stop. He just wants to move, move, move. He doesn't even want milk anymore. That's been really tough. Is Quinn drinking milk? Are you, are you do pee milk, right? No, we only did that with Bo. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, the kids don't really care that much about milk anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that is. 
maybe it's because it's getting hotter or something. Melissa said the other day, like, you know, I wouldn't want to drink, you know, on a hot day, I wouldn't want to drink a cup of cold milk, you know? Well, milk was a bad choice. Milk was a bad, that's what she said. I immediately regret this decision. Um, so, yeah, I just, um, okay, so you're, you're back in the swing of things now. And um, do you want to reveal uh, the name of your third child to all of our listeners? It's not really a reveal. Oh. We've posted on our Instagram. That's true. But those people that don't follow us on Instagram. Well, they should. Follow us on Instagram at New Dad, Newer Dad. If you tag us in your posts or your stories, we will uh, we'll repost it in ours. Could we get a soundbite that's like, wah, 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 shameless plug? No. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, so okay. the name. You, yeah, so we went with Ford Akiva. And the and there's meanings behind these names, so share with us. Um, I mean Ford was a family name. A lot of a lot of people in my on my dad's side have Ford as a middle name. Um I never considered it because I didn't I don't know. I just didn't like it. I thought there was plenty of Fords in our family. Um, but then when I was holding him, it was the same deal as the other two. Like I was running through all our names and that was the only one that really made sense as I was looking at him. Do you know what it means? or Ford? Yeah. Yeah, it's to uh, like hold back a river. Mm. <laughs> no, wait, fording the river is going over it, right? I think like uh, they're yeah, like crossing it or something. Ford, Ford, a shallow place in a river or stream, allowing one to walk or drive across. Yeah, there you go. That uh, yeah, that carried no weight in our determination of the name. Well, clearly, it's a family name. So, uh, and then um, and then middle name. Um, Akiva. Akiva is actually a Jewish name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the Hebrew Jacob, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a name that that somebody that I um, listen to on podcasts a lot. It's his name. I was always a cool name, um, and it sounds vaguely Asian. Yeah, it does definitely. And it matches with the scheme of the other. You know, Bo is Boachita. Yeah, and Quinn is Quinariah. Mm-hmm. So it fits. Yeah, no, that's very, um, very consistent. I like it when, like, I have an aunt and an uncle that named their kids after four archangels. Mm. I like when people are considerate of that. Well, Michael? Uh, yeah, Michael, Gabrielle, Isabel, and James. John Travolta. John Travolta and John Travolta. Um, okay. So we got the name and we got, uh, how it's been going. Um, how is June feeling? She's good. She's been a little, a little bit moody. It's getting better. Trying to talk quiet here. Well, you know, it's tough because, uh, there's so much hormones and stuff. And I think that, uh, is she, is she breastfeeding? Is she, um, pumping? pumping, Yeah. She was trying, you know, nothing came in while she was at the the hospital, maybe like uh-huh. a drop or two. So that's been a struggle because it seems like it's coming slower than it did the last couple of times, but yeah, she's, she's been really consistent and still moving along. 
Yeah, so uh, that's... Just started freezing bags here. Okay, okay. That's uh, You did that the first couple times around as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa's been... Uh, Melissa gave gave up on... Um, breast, well, she didn't give up. That's the wrong terminology. We should bleep that out. I've learned uh, over the last few weeks that uh, it's a really difficult choice to stop breastfeeding and to move into... Uh, uh, you know, kind of a mode of, you know, I got to do what's best for the baby. And um, from a man's perspective, I think that it's really difficult to relate to that. I mean, my dad was in town recently and he was just telling me privately, he says, you know, we got, you, she's got to do what's best for the baby. And I, and I said, um, yeah, I mean, I agree. And, but neither of us are going to understand what that feels like, you know? Right. And so um, it's, it's difficult. She actually just posted on uh Instagram the other day, um, and uh, she had a, a nice long uh, post about it and got a lot of support about you know her stopping breastfeeding and stuff. So um, I think that made her feel a little bit better about her decision. So um, yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's it's difficult. I can't imagine having to like go through all that with the allergies and stuff yeah yeah like, uh, have any of the kids have any of your kids had any allergies like in no. anything or yeah no, so it's just, just just kind of uh normal kids i i um i have pretty a pretty sensitive stomach so i, w- I wasn't surprised that you know one of our kids had you know a sensitive stomach as well mm-hmm. i can't eat garlic or onions Fresh. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. Which is which is in everything, you know. So, um, yeah, that's okay. So that's interesting. Um, and and then future. Um, how are you looking at? Um, you know, three kids. You know, we uh, you have kind of a a uh, I don't know how to describe it, but like, is your is your thought process like? everything is really not that much different than having two in the future or like, you know, you think that uh, there's going to be more problems now because there's a third child or what are you thinking? What, I don't know. What kind of problems are we? I don't know. Not, not problems. Uh, I guess we have like, how do you feel about having three versus two, I guess is the easiest way to, to ask the question. I mean, after the first night I was like, this was a huge mistake. And then now, I mean, it's, it's gotten better. We're, we're falling into a rhythm. He's he's only waking up once at night. Nice, very cool. At like I don't know, sometime between like one and three, and then he'll sleep mm-hmm. until we wake up. Um, which has been awesome. Yeah, that that is amazing. Um, oh, here's the other thing. When we finally got him to go to sleep on uh, at Thursday, mm-hmm. we put it, we put him in the crib in his room. Um, and he's been, he's been sleeping in his crib every night since. And did you do that with the first two? No. They've been, they were right in that room next to yours. They were in the, like a bassinet or the, you know, the rock and sleeper that has since been recalled. Um, but he, like, we try and put him in the bassinet and he hates it. Yeah. So, I mean, first day in the crib, it's been crazy. That's awesome. 
Um, you know, we we have had a similar experience with hating the bassinet, but then um, it got to the point over the last several weeks where, you know, we neither of us were sleeping for like eight straight weeks. So we went and did, um, I guess, I don't know if you've heard of this, but happiestbaby.com. If you go to happiestbaby.com slash product slash snoo dash smart dash bassinet. Jesus Christ. Snoo is what? Uh, this great bassinet. And um, so we got it. Well, there's a rental program because it's like $1,300 if you want to buy it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not spending $1,300 for, you know, six months of, you know, whatever. Um, and basically it has you could this, always You could always resell it and it would true. probably end up costing the same as renting it, right? I don't know. That's, we went back and forth on that. And it was like, well, if we only use it for a month because it doesn't work, then you know, that it just got complicated. So we just decided to do the rental program. And ever since um, he, so he's been on this, uh, I have an app, it's got an app. Um, and I, you know, we log in when he's in it and stuff. And um, anyway, um, he, he's been in it for a week and uh, almost a week. And every day since he's, um, since he's been in it, it's been like you're describing just, peaceful sleep. We only wake up, you know, one or two times a night and, uh, we're getting plenty of sleep finally. And, um, I don't, I mean, it's just been amazing. So check out the snoo if you're in a troubled sleeping situation is my advice. Has anything happened in the last, uh, couple weeks here mm-hmm. Eric, that has, uh, really, um, <coughs> made you extremely happy? Um, I mean, Qu- Quinn, Quinn just in general, her personality is so awesome. Um, and it might be because she doesn't like she doesn't like me as much as everybody else. Mm-hmm. That I like I, I want I want her to like me more. Yeah. But just watching her run around and like she's learning words and talking like crazy. Um, and she's always smiling, which is something I'm not familiar with. Um, yeah, in general. Quinn makes me really happy. I mean, Bo does too. Bo's my buddy. Yeah. I saw an Instagram uh, oh, story. Oh, and plus, plus that uh, I, I just found out that um, they're going to be retrieving a, a telegraph from the, the Titanic, which is, you know, really great news hey, for if me. If that doesn't make you smile, Eric, I don't know what I, will. Why? Okay? I, I still don't understand why that would make anyone smile. But because it's the Titanic and it's awesome and it's history and it's like, did you ever watch the movie Titanic? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I know it's a little it's a little terrible, but it's cool because it's the Titanic. That's going to be on uh, the what is it? The CBS Sunday Night Movies here soon? Is it? Yeah, they're going to have to start it at like five p.m. Oh, it's not that long. It's like four hours. Not four hours. You're thinking of that movie with the singing, and and it's in the mountains, and they sing Doa Deer. What's that? What's the movie? Sound of Music. Sound of Music. No, the Titanic. Yeah, that's is, like that's like five hours long, man. Titanic is three hours and fifteen minutes. Well, uh, I guess that's yeah. So it may it's a little long, but um, hey, do you hey, do you want to? Well, do you think Sound of Music is uh, over or under that? I would say that it's over that. Wrong. 
Well, if you already had the information, why did you ask me? <laughs> because I wanted to make you look stupid. I guess so. Two hours um, and 55 minutes. Well, I didn't, I didn't know that either. Avatar, is it over over or under three hours and 15 minutes, Avatar? Under. Uh, under? Under? Yeah. Over or under uh, two hours and 55 minutes? Uh, it's, it's probably over that. It's under. Under. Well, you know, I can make you look stupid too. What's Cookie Monster's first name? Cookie. Nope. Sid. <laughs> That's not true. That 100% is true. Go look it up. You don't believe me? S I D first name. It's Sid. What the hell? Thank you, Eric. Now have you they, look dumb. Have they ever said it on the thing? I don't know. Have you been watching a lot of Sesame Street? No, you know, it's actually, I don't even know where to find it. HBO. Um, is it HBO? And there's a PBS app that's free that gets them all later. I really, I, that's one show that I probably should invest more in because it's like educational. Yeah, I just, I had it on this morning and I'm like, uh, we've just been talking about like Bo like not knowing his colors and stuff, which he should definitely yeah. know. I'm like, yeah. we should only be watching Sesame Street. Sesame Street, yeah. I got to make a note of that because that's... <clears throat> I mean, there's other edu- educational. educational shows, but I mean, I think that's probably the best one as far as keeping their attention. Um, have, have, we, have I ever talked about Cookie Monster's ringtone before with you? No. I think I have. Anyways, Cookie, I, I Monster, uh, Cookie Monster has an... Uh, iPad type device and when he gets a FaceTime there's a ringtone do you remember the band Tattoo? yes it's never going to get his ringtone oh that's funny that's Cookie Monster's ringtone I want to know I really want to know the origin of that like why why they chose that yeah, that's interesting. I um, I haven't seen even an episode of uh, Sesame Street in years. It's good. I mean, they have great great guests. Uh, Marin Morris was on the one we were watching this morning. I know that Chance the Rapper's been on recently. Nice. So they're 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 like actually hip. And the, on this uh, this new HBO Max, there's going to be apparently Elmo is getting like a late night talk show. No, oh, that's that's kind of funny, actually. And I saw a picture that John Mulaney is going to be on it. I like John Mulaney. Melissa likes John Mulaney too. We get behind that. Are you going to get the HBO Max? I don't think so because I just bought Friends digitally. Oh. So it's like I did that because I didn't want to pay for another streaming service. Right. So I don't know, and I don't know if HBO Max is a thing that's going to come with HBO Go. Like, if you have HBO already do you get hbo max yeah that's a good question actually you, is it a separate thing because i like i have my friends hbo login now that i use yeah you know the thing is is that there's so much content already out there from other <laughs> streaming services like what like where is where is like the threshold here you know yeah like i didn't i never signed up for apple tv i, I mean i'd love to watch the morning show or whatever but I I can't justify any more streaming services at this point. And I think yeah. I think Quibi has show, shown us all that 
Nobody wants another streaming service. I heard about Quibi, but I don't know what it is. I gotta look that up. Um, do we want to? <coughs> so we were talking about Quibi. Yeah, I just I've never. Um, it's in, so if I may just um, Quibi is I'm on their website right now. Interesting, because um, I've heard other people talk about this, but lately I've just been watching. You know, whatever I do watch, it's been on my phone while feeding a bottle or something like that. And um, recently I've gotten into old shows, which I usually hate. I usually hate anything old in terms of, you know, video. And uh, I started watching Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) You ever watch that? At my grandma's house. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's actually not a bad show. Okay. HBO is coming out with a new Perry Mason. Now that's interesting. See, with how to get away with murder ending this last Thursday, um, I, I'm kind of like really jonesing for you know murder mystery. So yeah, um, um, yeah. Uh, Survivor finale was last week. I have I have no no new shows on TV right now. I think um, Killing Eve is like the only like current show that I'm watching on a regular basis, and the Challenge, of course, on MTV Challenge. But other than yeah. that, I've got nothing. I've got nothing to watch new, and I don't know when I'm going to have something new again that's worth watching. Well, I think that that's going to be an issue for a long time, actually, Eric, because uh, Apple Sony just uh, inked to deal with the Tom Hanks movie that was uh, driven by coronavirus shutdowns. So um, Apple TV Plus nabs that uh, that that movie that he's a, a captain in a in a, a wartime or something like this. And I think we're just going to start seeing more and more of that with the lack of new content that will be out there. It'll be really interesting to see, you know, what people pick up on old shows, new shows. I don't think there really will be new shows for quite some time. And even our favorite shows that we're used to watching may be on halt for another year or so before they can begin production again. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I don't really know what to do with uh, with any of this. In terms uh, of what to watch, CBS. I mean, CBS. Um, they had their upfronts this week, and they said that Survivor would be back in the fall somehow, some way. So yeah, we'll, see, we'll, well see I mean, do. that's actually a show that could work that way because when you think about it, um, that's like you could do some social distancing and create a whole show around that, right? How do you how, yeah. how are you a survivor social distancing and that kind of stuff? I don't know. Yeah, so the the biggest problem there is the travel involved, like traveling to some other country to do it. Because um, you can you can quarantine all the contestants for two weeks prior, um, and the production. The problem is the production coming and going from the set because everybody's not there twenty four hours. Um, and the same thing would be with Big Brother. You would think that Big Brother would be easy because everyone's just in one place. So if you know they don't have it. The problem then is just the the set, uh, the you know the people working in production staff, people building the challenges, um, right? And that's why Big Brother in Canada they were in the middle of their season and they they shut down because this, the um, production team was like we're not comfortable coming in anymore. They they weren't going to shut it down until they there was some pushback. Hmm. Um, but apparently CBS thinks they're still going to do. A, a Big Brother season some point later this summer, which seems crazy, but <clears throat> um, can you I said can something I, about just I was last gonna, thing on TV. 
Sorry. I was going to plug something else that's pretty awesome. Oh, go ahead. Um, so there's a former Big Brother contestant put together her own version of like a reality game. And she was doing them like twice a year, live versions. People would come and live in a place. They would record it. They put it on TV. It's called Sequester. Um, it's awesome. It was, I, I never actually got to watch that, but she did a really good job and she's always improving it. She started doing these things since quarantine about eight weeks ago called Sequester Minis. So every Friday and Saturday or Sunday night, she brings in people that are patrons of her site, her Sequester site, and they just do an online reality game. So there's rounds. There's like, I think there's like 10 rounds and each round there's a different twist. So you're jumping from room to room on like a Zoom call or a stream yard talking to the other people, deciding who to vote out or, you know, what strategy to use. It's awesome. It's a nice, like, they start at 8 o'clock and they go until usually about midnight hmm. or later. Um, it's a pretty fun watch. If you Once you get the hang of, like, muting different rooms and listening to who you want to listen to and all that stuff, it's really fun. So it's, it's sequesteraccess.com. And to be a patron is only $3 a month. And that gives you access to apply each week to be on like two shows. Hmm. And they're doing an an episode this Saturday, um, which this episode of the podcast will be out tomorrow on the 21st. So this Saturday, the 23rd, it's an all survivor contestant sequester. So they got previous contestants from survivor, from the real survivor to play this game. It's a good it's really fun. It's super fun to watch. Like me and my buddy, we zoom while we watch it so we can talk to each other while watching what's going on. It's fun. It's, you know, if you have to stay home, it's, it's pretty cool. Cause there's backstabbing, there's crazy people, there's boring people. It's a good time. What well, what kind of person would you be on one of these shows? I don't know. Cause I've been, I became a patron with the intent of doing one of them. Just one of the minis. But I, I was like, if I don't get this done before the baby is here, then I'm not going to have time to because it's such a huge amount of time to vote to vote, and to have, you know, to tell yeah. June, like, I can't do anything in this time frame. So it's going to be a few more weeks before I even decide to do it. But once I do, I'm, I'll obviously make an announcement here on our Instagram. I don't know because they want, they don't want you to be boring. If you're boring, people will vote you out like that. Why? On, the, on the sequester because they don't want boring people like the, just everybody's such a lover of the, these kind of games these ORGs that they don't want boring people involved so if someone's boring and they like they go farther in the game chances are good they'll come back for another time to do it again but they don't want them to huh. so they yeah. want people to they want people that throw out names to stick around um, so I don't know. I might need your help if I end up doing it with uh, editing like an intro video or something. Yeah, that'd be... <clears throat> but check it out. It's, it's worth the watch. It's, it's really fun, especially if you're stuck at home. Grab a couple beers, put it on your computer. It's, I mean, it's five to six hours of entertainment. Not a commercial, just a strong endorsement of this. It's fun. I love it. I think that brings us to um, 
our, <clears throat> our next endorsement, which would be uh, books, right? Books. Books. Uh, today's book is brought to you by uh, Suzanne Lang and Max Lang. Uh, they uh, authored and illustrated a book. Uh, it's a number one New York Times bestseller, Grumpy Monkey. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this, Eric, but a pretty entertaining book even for parents. Um, and um, it follows the, uh, the story of a grumpy monkey. And, um, and his name is Jim Panzi. And um, he's a grumpy monkey. And uh, if you go to Amazon, you can uh, go ahead and, and nab that up, a hardcover for $10 and 62 cents. Uh, but if you're Eric, you can go to Half Price Books and... Um, that's uh, that's the book of the week. All right. Uh, I'm going to go uh, to the dentist today for the first time in oh, I don't yeah. want to say how long. Forgot about that. Um, and I have so much to catch you up on on our next uh, episode. Um, I will let you know how the, the dentist goes. Uh, maybe I'll do an Instagram story while I'm there um, because they hand you a mask and then they tell you to take the mask off, which is interesting. Uh, and I'm getting a, a root canal, so I'm, I'm not happy about that. How did you know it was time to go to the dentist? Uh, well, my tooth broke, so I needed, oh. uh, yeah, I have a big hole in one of my, one of my molars and it happened while everything was shut down. And then now the dentists are back open and I had an exam last week and they confirmed what I thought needed to have happen. And, um, yeah, I mean, my my dentist, uh, this is the first time I've seen this particular dentist, um, he was quick and really efficient, and he just told me what was needed to be done, and he was out of there, and then, you know, that's that's kind of that. I don't have nice. dental insurance, so that's the other sucky part. Yeah, nor do I. Yeah, but Aspen Dental is great um, if they, they have uh, payment plans and stuff like that, so... Um, I, uh, I have been well taken care of in my opinion, at least. Cool, dude. So, uh, any final thoughts from your first couple weeks of fatherhood number three? No, I think, I think she may be on board with this, like finally, like saying this is it. Yeah. That's a good idea. I think. Cause of the pain and just everything. And, you know, she was, like emotionally it hasn't been the best and she was dealing with like the milk not coming in. Yeah. I think, I think we knocked it out of the park with this one. He's pretty That's cute. That's great. Yeah. Um, um, well, continue to share things on Instagram for us. We are, I think I can speak for all of the people that follow us on Instagram that they love what you're putting out there as well. Oh, check out my, the bearded DJ story. Oh, it's not going to be up there. Uh, I'll put it in a in one of the what do you call them the uh, highlights? Yeah, with the kids playing in the mud yesterday is pretty funny. I loved that video. That was fantastic. I love when when her boot comes off and she like puts her foot in the mud and you you couldn't um, tell that she was also surrounded by dog poop, right? No, I couldn't. Good. <laughs> I, I guess I would have to go back and look. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, no final thoughts from me um, <laughs> other than. I'm at um, the bearded DJ, Dustin's Dustin. No, yeah, Dustin on the road. We are new dad, newer dad. Tag us and everything. We'll repost it. Give us a, a review on iTunes if you haven't already. 
we'll uh, we'll read those online uh, on the show. We haven't done that in a while, but we've got a couple new ones to read. Um, that's it, right? That's about that's uh, about it. Oh, and uh, last thing, uh, we've been pelotoning, and anyone that wants to join us in a ride, um, shoot us a, a, a message on Instagram. Oh yeah, give uh, us your names, and, and we'll we'll get you added. You can do hashtag new dad new dad. You can do hashtags now. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, I've been on the bike. Uh, well, I've been off the bike for the last couple of days, but um, it's because I had a my hand, Eric, my hand. It I, I, that that gripping on the thing. I mean, yeah. it just. I mean, um, I, you know, I jumped on and I saw you were on and I started the video. I mean, you, you did a lot better this time than the last time we rode together. I mean, I'm so motivated right now. I'm on Noom. Uh, we're going to talk about Noom next time. Um, I'm on the Peloton most days now. Um, I've been eating healthy. I haven't been, uh, well, I had some soda this morning. I don't, it was just sitting down here. I was, um, but, but otherwise, I mean, I, we've been like, you know, I've been eating salad every night and it's just, it's been fantastic. Um, yeah. I, I'm down weight. I feel good. I'm going to continue to, to shoot for 185 uh, is my goal weight. And um, I'm supposed to get there by October. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I definitely want to talk to you about Noom because I tried it and I gave up. Um, but I, I'm not against trying it again here because I need to do something. This quarantine has not been nice on my uh, waistline. Yeah, I, I agree. So, yeah. Thanks, for, us, uh, thanks so, for agreeing that it hasn't been nice on my waistline. It, it hasn't been nice on your waistline. Um, but in it, it, any of our listeners can certainly uh, message us to, to add their Peloton if they have a Peloton. Uh, and maybe we could do some group rides or some individual rides, whatever. I don't know. that Eric, that's Eric's department. I don't even know how to video you. Um, but we'll figure that out. Okay. I'm old. Uh, but like they say, uh, be a dad, be a real dad, read a book to your kids. Boy, this was, this was like uh, the ending of uh, <laughs> The Return of the King. <laughs> Just goes on and on and on. And here, now everybody's in a bed and here comes Gandalf. Yeah. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, I gotta leave.